This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rex. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got him screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC. Talk to me, baby. Yeah, talk to me. No, no, no. That's the wrong one. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Let's go. Let's go. One more time. One more time. One more. I want to say right now. I want to say right now to anybody that's got something bad, something crazy to say about the 49ers. When you talk about their family, you talking about my family. When you talk about their Super Bowls, you talking about my Super hey, Bowls. If this dude walks over here and slaps Smack me, I'm gonna point to, it's over. <laughs> I got you, y'all. Be Seth Rollins. I got you. <laughs> Let's go. Seth Rollins, the most useless human being ever <laughs> last night. Bro, you can Seth go Rollins to the back. This is hey, like hey, what's up? What hey. you want to do? You can't just come in here. Where, where, you can't do that, you. Rock. Nobody's talking hey, to you. We're getting our jokes off. We was glued to that screen, oh, though. In. Oh, Bro, we was glued to that screen. They had, they had like 180,000 viewers on YouTube. Oh, that's crazy. Live? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we was and tapped we into was, that we joint. We was two of them. Let's go. Oh, man. We in here, baby. Let's it's go. Friday. Yo, it's Friday already. It's crazy already. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's, talk about it. It's crazy. Friday. Crazy. Well, don't talk well, about no, it, we ain't but it is. It is. <laughs> we here. Hey, one more time for the good times. And I guess, can we pull up the, the YouTube page? I guess there's a, I don't know why Monty McNair is giving a press conference, but he is. Yeah, we should be able to run that thing. Can we, uh, uh, Jesse, we'll, we'll run it through, we'll run it through your end and, and um, just check, I guess, uh, I guess the King's YouTube well, channel. I mean, he's, he's having a press conference because the big signing. Well, yeah. The Kings have signed Keon Ellis. Oh, no. Congratulations. No, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Just, no, it's fine. Hey. Tuscaloosa, stand up. I like Keon. No, we we all like him. He just I, Mike ain't played him. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, I, do, and, I do think it was a games thing, though. I'm starting to believe that. I don't know if he's okay. gonna like automatically okay. get tonight, but I do think they were concerned about the games. They wanted to get past the trade deadline to figure out what they were gonna do. Now they're past it. Now they signed him. They ain't gotta worry about the games. He might get into some more. Hey Jesse, what time does the does it? I don't even know what time it starts. I know it's James. It's mostly at noon. It, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. It says at noon on the thing, so oh, it should James be any was, minute. James was really racing against the clock, wasn't he? So I, I guess we'll uh, we'll go. Well, it looks is is that live? Well, let's let's go oh, to the I, press I, conference. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll pull it up. Wide screen. Um, let's start with Monty. Um, what we have already here, and um, obviously this year, um, you know, after exploring those opportunities, um, we we ended up keeping this group together. So, uh, you know, I think for us, we know the job's ever done. We'll continue to vet those opportunities to, um, you know, make our team better. Um, but uh, we're, we're excited for, for what we got going forward. So any questions, uh, we'll go ahead. 
Anybody? Um, just I just saw the release there about Keon Ellis. Can you just kind of maybe describe uh, or talk about just the growth you've seen from him and the decision to elevate him from a two-way player? Yeah, uh, I would say first first and foremost, testament to, to Keon and the work he's put in um, since being an undrafted player. But, um, you know, really our our entire pipeline, you know, started in, in the draft process where we identified him as a, a key target who went undrafted. Um, you know, really credit to um, some of our analytics group, in particular, Colin uh, Marshall, Zach did a great job to identify him. Then we go to the G League, has a, a great year uh, on his two-way contract last year. Um, our whole development team from Stockton to Sacramento um, and then gets an opportunity at times this year and, um, you know, shows that he can hang in the NBA. So we're, we're excited for, for Keon and, and what he's done and what he'll continue to do for us. And then just kind of, you know, going into a trade deadline and just the overall belief that you have in this, in the continuity of this team and, and the, the rotation and this roster, um, just overall thoughts, maybe just how this season has gone and maybe your thought process as you went into this deadline and then coming out of it without really making some significant uh, move. I think the the biggest thing is we're, we're always, almost all of our conversations are about uh, as we you know, really prep for the deadline for, for months is, okay, what, what will this do for our, our team counterbalanced against the cost uh, versus what we're, what we can do with what we have already in house. And uh, I think I complimented our group. I said, we have, we have a lot of good players. We're accomplishing a lot of good things. We obviously, you know, our goals have not fully been reached, but um we're in a good spot where we, where we can have those conversations. Sometimes the conversations are, uh, are much different about what you're trying to do. Um, I think the West is hard. The West is tough. Uh, it's always tough. It's even tougher this year. I think we're, we're on the same wind pace as last year when we were the three seed. And now we're, I think we're in six or seven right now. So uh, the West is going to be tough. We're going to have to earn it. We got 32, I think games left. Um, but uh, if we didn't think that, the 17 guys that we got here could could get it done um that may have changed what we did but uh these guys have shown um you know dating back to last year and, and this year some growth especially on the defensive end i think it's been exciting for us um you know we know we got to improve the offense back closer to what it was last year we do that we think we make some noise but we got we got some work to do because the west is is tough you know one to 12 13 this year and um, every every game is going to be a dogfight. Mm. Monty, you uh, back here? Um, you're you're. you're I, I was your late, spot, man. I was late. Um, <laughs> your your words, maintain and improve. Uh, we see the maintain. Do you see the improvement? Uh, and how much did that factor in when you were going into this trade deadline? Yeah, good good callback. I think, um, like I said, the defense. I do see the improvement. And we, we've done some really good stuff. Um, you know, I think Keegan in particular has taken a step on that end. Um, but I think we're seeing also this is, I think, maybe one of the benefits of that continuity second year with with Coach and his system. Um, we, we certainly haven't brought it every night on the defensive end, but overall we, we've, we've seen our rank improve. We've seen some really good performances. Um, that said, we have not maintained our offense, and that's that's – an issue. We, we got to get better on that end because if we had maintained our offense and seen the defensive improvement, we'd be in a much different position. So we, we know those things. Um, uh, but yeah, I think the, the improvement has been a positive, not being able to maintain some other aspects um, is something that we continue to work on and, and need to get better at. And I guess follow up. Um, you guys have, if you make the playoffs, uh, your 2024 gets, sent to Atlanta. How much did that play into your mind at this deadline that starting July 1st, you might have seven first round picks and sort of your arsenal, your, your stockpile back? Yeah, well, it would, it would be, it would be six because that one would be, would be gone, uh, which would be a good thing. Uh, but yeah, we um, look, I think we've done, uh, our group has done a good job of, of, um, you know, using assets when, when the time comes, um, but also, weighing that against what we can maybe do with them in the future. So like you say, we'll have a, a little bit more flexibility with those first round picks, uh, hopefully this summer. Um, that's something we'll continue to pursue. Um, you know, but I think we also, uh, those, those picks, whether it, they can be in trade, but they can also be to continue to supplement what we hope is, 
you know, a team that can, that the core is here to, to go into the second round and, and further, and then those picks can be used to continue to keep the train rolling uh, because it's, you know, we know with some of the changes in the CBA and things like that, it's going to be, you, you got to maintain, uh, you know, your flexibility and ability to, to do those things because of how hard it is to operate in certain areas of the cap now. Hey, Monty, two things for you. Um, obviously, ups and downs are going to be the part of any NBA season, but what have you made of the inconsistencies and, and those popping up maybe more than you would like throughout the course of this season? Yeah, I think if we were more consistent, we would be further up the standings for sure. Um, I think the the positive to take from it is for every you know loss that doesn't feel good, that means we've also had some pretty good wins if we're still on – the same pace. Um, you know, I think we're 12 and eight against the top 10, these, these playoff play in teams in the West. So that's shown that we can do it, but uh, the NBA these days, I mean, it is there, there are some of the records maybe aren't there for teams, but th- there's no nights off. We can't take nights off if we want to get what we want to get. And um, at the same time, we've shown that we can go into some of these on the road in tough places and win. So we know we can reach those heights, which is good to see because those are the teams that are going to be there uh, hopefully with us in April, May, and June. So um, it's, it's disappointing of course um, that we can't seem to do it every single night last year. I think we did a great job. I think after our initial start to the season, I don't think we lost more than two games uh, for the bulk of the year in a row. We were able to write it this year. We've had maybe some more ups and downs, but it means we've had some ups we can continue like to, to the question that James asked, um, you know, we can keep our defense there. Offense can improve. Same thing with our record. If we can, uh, you know, be, bring it a little more consistently, um, you know, and match those highs, we can contend with those, those teams that have, you know, kind of separated themselves from us in the standings. That's where we want to get to. And then in the process of building an eventual contender, what do you feel like is the important things to, attempt to accomplish and and try to move forward with this season? Well, big one is, is our defense and, and coach Brown is, has harped on that. Um, we, we know we got to win the 82 games in the regular season for sure. And the West is going to be tough. And, and right now we're, I think we're not even in the, the playoffs. I think we're, we're seventh by tiebreaker or something, but so, you know, we know we want to get into the top six first and then hopefully into the top four for home court at the same time. Um, you know, when you get to the playoffs, it's a different game, which we saw last year. Um, I think it's great for our guys to have that experience. Um, we know defensively, I think we did a good job against Golden State, relatively speaking, stepping up our game. That's carried over to this year. But we also, the offenses are, are only getting better. I don't even know what it is. I think the league's up two points as a whole. So I think we're we're similar to where we were last year, but that's not, the rank's not there because everybody else is getting getting better and catching up to what maybe we did last year. So we got to find ways to improve. We got a target on our back. Teams are going to continue to guard, guard us, um, you know, in ways that they see work in other ways. We're going to have to adjust and get better, but we get that back up into the, you know, top 10, top five um, with our defensive improvement. That's how we can make some noise. Got too quick. Um, you, you've mentioned the offense a few times. What specifically Later. do you think you need to improve offensively? Where do you see the issues? I think one big one is our pace. We, we were a pretty clear number one last year. Uh, this year we've had some really good moments. We, we all know what De'Aaron can do. Um, but we just got to be more consistent of, of that's one where we can impose our, our will and where our defense should help us. We're number one in defensive rebounding. Right. But we got to run off those. We got to be better there. Um, that's a big one. Uh, and I think it's that, that the rest just gets back to the consistency of, you know, we, we've had some highs. We just haven't done it night in, night out like maybe we did last year. Um, but I think we, we've seen some really good improvements. Um, you know, we, we've been a little better. Our shooting in particular has come back. Um, but it's, I think the pace is the number one thing I would point to because that is, that is in our control more than shot making or things like that. Kind of a broader league wide trade deadline question, but how have you seen the dynamics of the market shift now that play in maybe the second apron, the new CBA this year? And did you feel like it was maybe an overpriced market for buyers? Yeah, I think, uh, the play in for sure, um, has I think given teams more things to work towards, not just to make the play in, but it's different to be seven, eight versus nine, 10. You get two chances instead of one. It's really important to get in the top six where you're now you're in. Uh, so all those things, it used to just be in or out and then maybe home court. So 
um, you know, that just gives teams more things where they can't just rest. Everybody's trying to improve. Um, I think some of the new the new cap stuff teams were still figuring out uh, how that's going to affect team building, not just now, but into the future. This has kind of been a transition year um, based on the new CBA. Uh, I think it's good for the league. Most teams are trying to win and compete and get better. Uh, it maybe means some of those more traditional buyer, straight buyer, straight seller trades aren't there. Um, but uh, we still saw some some movement around the leagues. Different different teams uh, felt they needed to do something. I think for us, we're always trying to put ourselves in a spot where um, we're never pressed into something, and we get to do it on our own terms. Um, and you know, credit to our, our medical staff again. We haven't been as healthy as last year, but pretty healthy. Uh, you know, our main guys are are producing. Uh, it's just you know we we think we got enough in in house, and um, whether the I don't know. It's hard to, without sitting back, uh, I did get some sleep last night, but I haven't really taken a step back and seen what the league, um, you know, has done market wise, but it does seem like there's been just fewer of those straight sellers, uh, team, more teams just trying to improve however they can. Hi, Monty. Um, a couple of questions for you. One, you've talked about the offense defense thing. Um, Obviously, there's, I'm sure, healthy debate like within every organization. Mike has, has really pressed for, for the defensive improvement, saying that to have postseason success, you've got to be, you know, I think in his mind, top 10 defensively. Is that, are, are you guys 100% on, on the same page with, with that part of it? And, and, or is there, you know, maybe some give and take in terms of, of that discussion? I think the, we, we all know we got to be better on both ends because we're not where we need to be. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the defense was, was the easiest thing for us to improve. As we mentioned, we wanted to maintain our offense to get there. And, and right now our offense has slipped as our defense has improved and we're in similar spot. I think maybe the same record to this point as last year. Um, but yeah, I think the, the biggest thing for us is that at the end of the night, we got to have more points than the other team. And uh, especially in the playoffs, you're going to have to go and stop some really, really tough players. I mean, just look up and down the West. I mean, it is, it doesn't matter who you play. You're going to have multi-time all-stars, all NBA guys, future hall of famers that you're going to have to stop. So um, yeah, we got to learn to do that because when April and May come, we got to do that at the same time, we got to figure out, you know, a way to score because, in this league, I mean, it's it's taken 110, 120, 130 to win. So, um, you know, we, we got to do both because we can't have a, a good defensive performance go to waste because we, we can't score enough. So um, it's always a two-way street. I do, I do think the easiest thing that we've seen in the past is to be top 10 offense defense. That usually gets you in a pretty good spot. But, uh, you know, we saw Denver last year win the title with without a top 10 defo. Um, if you could be special enough on one end, Boston uh, way back – uh, when I started in the league, won it with without I think a top ten offense with with a really good defense. So uh, both can work. We just got to figure out a way to um, you know for us to get out of the five six seven grouping. And if we can do both, we can get into that top four. And um, you look around the league and and how teams a lot of teams are built um, right now. Are you? I guess this is kind of two pronged. Um, but but are you? Do you? Do you see a need for for size and length as you guys build this going forward to to add um, that those elements and and um, if you you don't if you're willing to kind of characterize like how close maybe you felt on on you know some of these these deals that, that maybe you discussed with people were you did you feel like something was 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 close? I would say the biggest thing for us. Um, for sure, I think if we can add size and length, um, you know that that can make sense for our team. At the same time, we have we have to balance that with what we know has has worked for us offensively, and we know we need you need shooting and spacing in this league, and so we can't sacrifice too much of something like that. For instance, to add that, so um, <clears throat> you know, it's trying to find really find two way guys, guys that can play on offense, guys that can play on defense. Um, and I think Mike's done a great job getting the most out of guys on, on both ends and getting guys there. Um, but we just don't want to solve one problem by, by, you know, kind of pulling our finger out of another problem. So we, we got to find guys that can fit into what Jay, uh, and Mike and the offense are, are trying to do while at the same time, you know, we got to find guys that can match up with, with these guys, um, 
you know, uh, up and down the West. So, um, yeah, I, I don't want to get too much into the, the rumors and all that was out there. We, we were active. We were trying to see what was out there. If there was something that we thought could improve us for a price we were willing to pay, of course, we'll do that. Uh, at the same time, you know, we, we've seen, I mentioned Keegan and internal growth on that size and length thing. I mean, Ke Keegan's guarded some really impressive players uh, and done, I think, a great job. HB obviously draws the tough assignment a lot of times. Trey Lyles uh, has guarded some of some of the, the big power forwards that, that you got to go against. So we, we have guys that can do it, uh, and I think we've seen that on the defensive end. But, yeah, we don't want to just solve one problem by by hurting somewhere else. Monty, you guys are 22nd, I think, in the league in payroll. Um, is that a function of just where you guys are in your build? Is it a function of maybe looking forward to some of the contracts that you're going to have to pay, uh, whether it be Keegan or De'Aaron down the road? And do you have, I don't know if it's a blank check, but you have the ability to go out and make moves at this deadline and during the summer that maybe would bump you up into closer to the top 10 in, in salary in the league? Yeah, that, that hasn't... Um you know, the payroll or whatever hasn't been an issue. I think this year it was a function of what we did in the, in the off season where we, we were a room team and, and how we were able to operate in that. We talked about the things we were able to accomplish there. And you, there's, there's ways to get a little higher up. Uh, you know, it used to be you use room, you can't get much ahead this year. We were able to pop over with, um, you know, Trey Lyles' bird rights and the room MLE and things like that. But um, that was more of a function of that. I do think, you know, the higher you get, it's really going to start handcuffing, your ability to, to just maneuver. And, and the, there are some very draconian things um, that the tax and the aprons will, will limit you on. So, you know, for us, it's making sure that, look, if there's something that we can do that puts us, you know, into contention with, and it, you know, costs assets, adds money, you know, we're able to do that. We just got to be able to then maintain that. And, you know, we, we, it's, I think gone are the days of, uh, you know, you just, you're just able to, you know, kind of live wherever you want and do everything you want as a, you know, the, the trades, they start freezing your picks, uh, you know, all sorts of things happen that are just going to make it hard to stay there. So, um, for us, we want, we want to be there for a long time. So we, we not, also want to win in the playoffs soon. So we're, we're always counterbalancing those things, but, uh, I do think the new rules are going to make it so, um, you know, if you're, if you put yourself in a tough spot and you don't reach where you want to get to, it's going to be hard to take that next step. Uh, and if you do reach it, it may be hard to maintain it. So we're, we're always, you know, these days trying to figure out that balance. I imagine you, you feel you have a pretty good idea of what this team is or, you know, characteristics and what they're capable of. I'm just curious, like, what are you still curious about if anything with this, with this roster and maybe one or two question marks you might have, uh, with this group? Uh, looking ahead, I'm, I'm curious how our, you know, last year we talked about, I think we had seven, eight guys make their playoff debuts this year. That's not going to be the case. We, we just went and, you know, played a tough seven game series. So even our newbies have, have, have been in that environment now. So I'm, I'm curious to see how the group will respond. Um, at the same time, we got to get there. Um, you know, I think, uh, I'm curious to see if our, if our group can step up and, um, you know, continue to the defensive improvement and get back to offensively where we want to get to. Um, you know, we've seen certainly last last year for most of the season, especially at the end, we had a great a great kick. Um, and uh, can we do the same thing this year? So uh, we've certainly answered some more questions about our team. We've seen them grow together, but still plenty unanswered. And um, you know, but I think exciting because of some of the things that they've been able to do like get, gain that play of experience and now see how it is to have a target on your back with Fox's growth this year, where's your confidence level at in him potentially being a number one on a championship team and how important is it to, to have that for long-term construction? I'll say uh, despite what was voted in, I think we have two all-stars pretty clearly. Um, you know, Darren and Domas have been fantastic. Um, you know, at the same time, everybody, until you until you do it in the playoffs, that's the ultimate litmus test for a lot of guys. But um, you know what what De'Aaron and Domas have shown, um, you know, last year through the regular season into the playoffs, and now this year, um, you know, I think those guys can 
can be the focal points of the foundation of what takes us to where we want to go. Um, you know, I think we have other guys that continue to step up and, and grow as well. And that's going to be a big part of it because, um, you know, I think the way that the playoffs are these days, you need to be able to put five guys out there at all times. Um, certainly your top guys are, are going to be called upon more often, but it, it's going to be three, four, five, six, seven, all the way down because matchups and, um, what defenses dictate you do offensively and how, you know, with switching and those things, like it's, it's no longer where one or two guys do everything. So, um, those guys, they're going to carry their weight and they've, they've done so, um, we're going to need the rest of the guys to continue to step up also. Amani, um, you touched on the CBA and how you can get handcuffed um, under some of these new provisions. Is there some opportunity here for you guys, given where you're at in your build relative to other teams that, that might already be be looking at, at kind of that handcuff situation, given, you know, kind of the way their salaries and, and everything else is built already? Yeah, we hope so. Um, you know, I think that that's, uh, you know, one thing that we're always looking at because, opportunity now versus opportunity in the future. And, um, you know, as, as teams become, you know, less flexible and uh, more restricted by those things, that could be opportunity for us to, um, you know, to add things or, or uh, be in a position where other teams cannot do things that we can do. So, um, you know, I think, I think so. I hope so. And, um, you know, that's, as we continue to to learn and figure out what this new CBA is going to look like, I do think we're we're right now in a, a pretty good position to take advantage of a lot of those things and and improve this thing as we're you know again I want to be here for for many years uh, where we're fighting in the West to uh, to win multiple rounds and um, to do that we have to we have to balance improving now and and of course the future. Speaking broadly, I guess of course I mean, you you've been you know trying to improve this team for, since going back to the summer um, when it comes down to draft day or excuse me, to, uh, to, to trade deadline, was there much movement that surprised you? Didn't surprise you? I mean, did that day happen about as, as across the league about as well as you expected? Yeah. I, um, credit to our group. I think we're, you know, we're, our information is good. We know what the opportunities are uh, generally what the costs will be uh, really well before deadline day, <laughs> the final day. Um, but it's, um, you know, the exact details maybe obviously aren't known, but um, we have a very good sense. This is, you know, as, as we kind of got closer and closer uh, was about what, what we expected. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, for us uh, at the end of the day, we, we chose mostly to, to stand pat, but, um, you know, we, we knew what was out there and, uh, Wes and Phil, Paul, our whole group there, we're doing a good job of talking to teams and, and trying to figure out what's, what's going on and what, where opportunities may lie. Thanks guys. Oh, all right. A little, little bit longer than Who's I, uh, oh, okay. Well, see you, Monty. I don't know what that was, but we'll see you. Um, okay. Well, that was a lot of, Nothing, as expected. Uh, yeah, the, the press conference. Look, I appreciate them for having. For sure, absolutely. I didn't. Re- we didn't really need a press conference. Today. We we didn't. I um, appreciate I, them for. I don't know communicating. Yeah. I'm not. If they want to talk, that's cool. That's he, cool. I don't have no problem with that. He said he he said some stuff. Let's um, cause that uh, yeah, I didn't know that was happening until James texted us uh, early this morning or last night or whenever yes, uh, he yes, texted uh, us. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, Yesterday, like, what's he talking day. about? Yeah. Let's let's step out. Um, we'll come back. We'll talk about the press conference and then get back on track. We'll have Kyle Matson come in and 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 we'll talk with Kyle Matson. So that's all ahead here. Uh, we're just getting started. I I, I think the I don't even think we. himself. Acknowledge me. It's ESPN thirteen twenty. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. That's, uh, we'll talk a little bit about what Monty McNair said. Of course, we'll talk Super Bowl as well with our man Kyle Madsen. Will Z going to join us? And then uh, James Ham will be with us. Uh, busy day for sure. Sacramento Kings are in action tonight, uh, taking on the uh, Denver Nuggets. In front of a star-studded crowd, from well, what I hear. Well, Oh, no. Nuggets on the second night of a back-to-back. <laughs> Kenny had no plans in going to the door, I, I told him. I bet. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> hey, uh, I got him. Look, I'm going to be looked at so crazy if I oh, if I ask that question. But I oh, don't my know, God. Oh, I shouldn't God. have told you. Truth be told, I probably shouldn't have told you. Um, TC's on line one from what I've been Okay. Listening. All right. All right. 916-909-1320. TC, what's good, baby? TC. DC, what's up, dog? What's up, man? Hey, can y'all hear me? We got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, look, check it out. Look, hey, I got a few bits. First and foremost, let's start. Look, Niners winning for sure. Niners winning 27-16, Kenny. We're going to run away 16. and pick up number six. Yeah, yeah. 27-16. I like that, TC. The Kings, the Kings win by six tonight. Also, look, check it out. That a D Lo Casey, that new Usher album is fire. Stone I'll Cold. Talk about Street. it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Stone Cold. Mm. Yep. He's a stone cold freak. Hey, I, I ain't even gonna sing the airway. I'm gonna let y'all do that. No, we ain't gonna do that. Hey, I, I feel like, hey, I'm feeling good with my two brothers, man. I love y'all, man. Y'all have a good weekend. Hey, love, love you, too, love TC. you too, brother. TC, we had the female version of you call KSFM yesterday. If there was, I don't think I can. I'm looking. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I can't. I'll ask Jonathan because Jonathan's doing some stuff to our board for Kyle. Yeah, I'll see if he can get this 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 machine that we use over on KSFM. Hit it, y'all. You gotta hear <laughs> I ain't it. Even gonna say what she said. Yeah. So if you got to hear it. A hundred percent. We both started laughing. Like this is this has got to be TC's people. What's our girl's name again? Empress. Empress. Our girl <laughs> Empress. Yeah. Our girl Empress. Yeah. It was like, oh man, this is TC over here. <laughs> Um, let's talk about Monty McNair here for a minute. A couple of things stood out uh, to me. Again, uh, for those M- M- Monty McNair's press conference, you didn't miss anything because uh, Monty doesn't say anything. He talked for twenty eight minutes, but I saw you start a tweet. You want to? Can you can you put yeah. that up? Because I I think that's a good that's a good starting point. So uh, I got and this is literally my guy. I know my guy, Dad EC. He said this rubbish is hot garbage. Speak on what was on the table and asking prices. We need to know why nothing was done. And I just started because I'm, I'm like, EC, man, that's – come on, man. He's not going to do that, and he shouldn't do that. Most right? don't unless your last name is Ainge. Sometimes that? sometimes right. that guy does it. Or Divots. Well, <laughs> that's probably not the shining example of how this works. <laughs> probably not. But, that yeah, that's just not – it's not. It's not the game. It's not going to happen. And, and it's not the game. There are times. Great beard, though. Very good beard. Um, there are times when, you know, you 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 learn a whole lot from these press conferences, but the majority of them are just kind of speak. Yeah. You know, and gonna and there's nothing wrong with questions. that. It's yeah. it's almost like what we talk about with the um, the players, right? Like after the game, like. They're not going to tell you exact always like, tell you exactly what the game plan was or you know how frustrated they really are, you know, they they're going to give you the the athlete answer and we said that's fine. Yep. Like just go up there and do it. Yep. And I don't know if anybody was asking for this, but maybe somebody was and Monty felt like he should. 
And he stepped up and he, he at least spoke, put some stuff that people can put to clips and in stories without saying much, but he, he did his job in that aspect. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I'm not sure exactly what everybody was hoping he would say. Uh but I didn't I didn't have any problem with what was said or not said or anything no. during that press conference. No, nah, me neither. Um he did bring up a couple of things. That one, he really put over the West. He 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 put over the West <laughs> pretty like he's strong. Hollinger or something. Yeah, he <laughs> right. Uh, he put over the West pretty strong. He also <laughs> James might have pissed him off. I'm not a <laughs> little bit little bit tough to tell, but but when he hit him with the the good good callback there, James, I was like, oh. <laughs> Right, we all kind of looked at each other like, "Oh crap, <laughs> damn it!" James is getting ESPN thirteen twenty barred from everything. Oh, look at your boy! Oh, you missed. Him. Oh no, I saw him. Come on, man. No, he looks Richard Jefferson he, he again. Act, I'll say this: he actually looks better than he. No, did he does. No, well, he, he looks better he looks than better. he did yesterday. He has a shirt on; it's just buttoned all the way down to his belly button. Or, I like uh, the unbuttoned. jacket. I like the shirt or whatever. But once again, he just can't wear clothes. That's all it is. I bet if you wore that or I wore that, it would look fly. Watching Brian Winhurst talk without sound is fun because he always looks like he's saying something like extremely important. And all he said was, that game last night was entertaining. That's probably all he said. <laughs> um, and that's uh, about what Monty said. That's it. That's about that's all it. he said. Um, he talked about the the defensive end and how Sacramento has improved on the defensive end and numbers-wise, it's 100% accurate. They have. Like whether whether we see it or not, I think there's a component that Monty didn't bring up, and I don't think we've ever brought it up. I, I wonder, like the the improvement on the defensive end, how does that like balance out with what's happening on the offensive end? Mm. Right? Do they still look bad defensively because offense is so much higher than it was last year? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you look at their ratings, rankings, whatever metric you want to use, they are a little bit better. But he also acknowledged we haven't been able to keep our our offense at the same pace it was last year. Uh, I wish they tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. Somebody else brought this up in here. I wish I could find the quote. I should have started that one, but I probably won't find it. But anyway, they basically said the it's almost the reverse of the offense. The number when you talk about defensive rating is the same or close to the same. The ranking is higher. If that makes any sense, so they're def- I, I, man, if you're in here, put the put the info back in here. I'm sorry, who it was, but they said something. The, the number, the defensive rating number is like one sixteen point four. Okay. Last year it was like one sixteen point five, but they were ranked twenty fourth. This year they're ranked sixteenth. So that kind of answers my question, doesn't it? Well, they haven't really gotten better on defense. They're which ranking. I think answers my question. Which is like what is what 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 is the defensive ranking compared to what the what the offense oh, is doing? Right, right. Like right. that like it it's 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 brought their what would you say, one sixteen point four? Something up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. It's brought it up because the exactly. offense is going crazy. Do you need me to log you in? For what? Oh, because we need to go to break. That's well, good thinking. You're, that's why you're. That's why you're good at this. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'm like, why is Kyle just sitting there? No, I see because we have two minutes and there. That'd be no. I, I get it. No, it's good. No, it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I wanted a donut. I, know, I and feel, no, I feel terrible now because I didn't. I ate the last donut. Well, no, as you should have. I don't. But I didn't. I didn't. That. But I didn't know he didn't get one. Well, I didn't. I didn't eat. But that's not. That's that's got nothing to do with nothing. No, no, no. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll wow. just Zelo's uh, stomach had to die for the Niners well, to win. That's, well, that's what it comes down. Could to. very well be true. So, um, so we haven't. It is now. We okay. so 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 t- tell the whole story when it comes to the so, to the Kings uh, improved defense. Monty ranking. is like, well, we're we're higher in the rankings this year than we oh. were. Like, well, oh. that's that's that cannot be disputed, Monty. He, but are you a better defensive team? Interesting. You know the you know the Houston guy, the Rockets guy. Uh, talked about how this team hasn't been able to maintain what they did on offense last year. Uh, they need to do a better job controlling the pace. He said, you know, we can't control sometimes whether, you know, shots fall or you don't. Sometimes you have off nights or whatever. But we could control how quickly we play, how fast we play, the pace we push. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the head coach, it's like, I want this team to do something on the defensive end. Yeah. Feels like those two should talk. 
They should. Um, yeah, and obviously, well, obviously I'm, they do. I'm, I'm right. over exaggerating yeah, yeah. a little but bit. They, but they, they, uh, both can be true, right? Like maybe, maybe that's their job. Like Mike is his job is to push the the not narrative, but just push the agenda of you guys got to be better on defense. Stay locked in on defense. Monty's like, hey, don't forget about the offense. Yeah. You guys got to be better on offense. It could be their job. I mean, yeah, I, I could see them. Monty's focused on the offense, and Mike is pushing him to always be better on defense. Okay, let's reset. Um, Kyle Matson's with us. Uh, we'll talk Kings for sure, but uh, we got to – I'll just fall out and let y'all talk Super Bowl. Or let's go. I'll let Kyle talk about the Super Bowl and Kenny yell about the 49ers. Let's go. I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl too, baby. I'm going to talk about it. Steelo and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino and Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Underrated movie. Hold on. Hey, you're not in here. There you are. Jess, what you know about King Skate? What you know about King Skate, Jess? You don't know nothing about no King Skate, bro. King Skate was where I had like three birthday parties. Seven, nine, and ten, or something like that. Got. <laughs> That's a bizarre setup, man. This sucks. Why didn't he just? That's no lie, Doctor David. Actually, I can't skate that good, but I skate good enough to like move and dance and do all this other stuff. But I can't like spin around. Full speed, go back. Like I ain't, I can't do all that. I'm gonna get there though. Come on, man. JT, they wasn't outside. That Dame wasn't outside. I, I told him a number of times, man. He wasn't outside. Whatever. You guys know we're back, right? No, <laughs> had no. Clue. I told you guys we were back. I don't think you did. Didn't hear it. Yeah, we didn't. No, I don't think you did. Well, that must have not been potted up. We're back. Yeah, no, that's good. I no, that's fine. That's great. Can you just give me an idea of how long we've been on the radio? Oh, it's only been like 15, 20 seconds. Oh, that's no, was... fine. Yeah, because no, I said this we're is back. Good. This is good. I was so confused right now. Man, this that, that... we didn't it... even hear nothing. Swear. No, yeah, no music, no nothing. All right, well, that's e me, but yeah. No, that's fine. No way. We're live, pal. That might have been e me. I might have messed up your buttons over there when I was bringing people back. Hey, that's my bad. So I'll so wear look. this one. No, it's live, pal. It's live, pal. So check this out. Can you imagine just coming back and these three? If we're just sitting here talking about <laughs> God knows yeah, what. Yeah, talking about college talking. Like, why isn't Damien talking right Thank now? Thank God I didn't cuss out Scuba. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Thank God we got that out of the way earlier. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, man. Good vibes, man. Good vibes on this Friday. It's a Friday for sure. Yep, headed um, into the big somebody, game. I so, hope somebody was tuned into ESPN 1320 for the first time ever, and the first thing they heard was like, hey, Roll Bounce kind of underrated movie. <laughs> yeah, man, come on, man. They know what they're getting into. They know exactly what they're getting into. You gotta, yeah, you were talking about Roll Bounce and stuff. I was like, oh, well, I guess we're just talking about movies and stuff coming out the break. Like, I was just, I was just so confused because you weren't like chiming in. What's funny about it is I'm going, I'm sitting there, I'm like, dang, it's a long break. Well, no, <laughs> as soon as Jesse, like, eight minutes. like, I looked over and saw zero, zero. I saw nothing moving on the screen and thought, and then Jesse goes, you know, we're back, right? Like, because <laughs> Kenny timed it perfectly then when, like, the guy finishes talking, like, oh, with you and Casey, blah, blah, blah. And Kenny's, like, talking about roll bounce. I'm like, oh, we're just talking about roll bounce. <laughs> we didn't hear nothing. No, it's a good day. Welcome to Tilo. Let's go. Tilo and Kenny. The most professional radio show to ever be assembled uh, <laughs> here on ESPN 1320. Kyle into the Insiders with us. So, E-Me, I couldn't really get to an uh, electronic or screen this morning, but I wanted to put in something. And if you don't mind, let me do it on the fly here. Okay. So I wanted to have, coming out of every commercial break, just little Super Bowl, Super Bowl factoids. All right, little... It could be about the game. Could be about the, the like the actual game on Sunday. It could be about just the Super Bowl in general. This so, sounds like. Do fun. you guys want to hear my first one? This yes. sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and this is actually the one that I committed to memory. I don't have in front of me, but I saw this last week. I think I told you, Kyle. The Forty ers are 
We'll fact check it. But I think they're the fifth team in Super Bowl history to be favored in every game this year, including the Super Bowl. The previous four all lost the Super Bowl. Oh. Dang. So they're going up against history. I'm with Zay. I was really hoping we were getting a, a Ronald Reagan fact here. You ain't getting that from me. Well, did, well you can, but 40, it, won't, it won't be uh, – it'll you, be something for the break. You you <laughs> Correct me for – the, 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 the 49ers are undefeated when Ronald Reagan does the coin toss, aren't oh, they? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Bring him back. Oh, <laughs> well, he wasn't even at the game. Oh, run the video back. <laughs> there we go. Run the, run video. the same video back. It'll work. It'll work. Even at the game. So, yes, the Niners, by being favored in the Super Bowl, I think it's still a two and a half. They'll be favored in every game they played this year. And that's only the fifth time, uh, give or take a team. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on that one. Fifth time it's happened in Super Bowl history, and all those teams wow. that have been favored have lost. In the Super Bowl. Oof. Hate that. I do. Yeah, but have you, counterpoint, every time the 49ers have beat a team with a shade of blue in their colors in the NFC title game, they've won the Super Bowl. You think the Chiefs are shook off that? I think probably. Who did they beat? Bears? Oh, it was the Falcons. That's what I was thinking of. The Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. It's and good. The, That's the, a good uh, the factoid. Packers. And the other one they lost. Oh, it's, it's it's locked. It's a lock. It's a lock. It's over. I wish it's I had. The hell so with I've defense missed. and Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. We've got jersey checks and. Uh, it's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. No, this is good. It's over, baby. So and about a roll bounce. Last, <laughs> was it the last three Super Bowl champions have worn white? Yeah, I saw that. That that was a big deal when the jerseys dropped. Yeah. But then they were like, they were like, the last three have worn white. The last team to not wear white yeah. and win the Super Bowl was uh, the Chiefs yes. against the 49ers. Oh, like, huh. oh, well. There you go. Damn. So, yeah. Well, uh, I got I got some more throughout the night, throughout the day. Can't wait. Yeah. This is exciting. It's, it's funny that that so much of the discourse around this game has been like, well, they played they played in this in the Super Bowl five years ago. So we've already seen this. No, like, you haven't. These teams are so different. Yeah. Like, dramatically. Like we, Kenny, you and I watched the the – the 2019 game, Super Bowl 54, the other day during your live show, uh, Damien was doing a show and we were watching the game. It was great. And the shoot, and it's uh, it was it was dramatically it was it, excuse me, it was stark how dramatically different the Chiefs' offense is. Mm. Like everything was so far down the field yeah. in Super Bowl 54, and now you watch him and everything is like right there. Yeah. And it's just Patrick Mahomes just distributing playing. Well, I mean, you got to say the same thing about San Francisco, don't you? I mean, I was working. I wasn't watching the game with you guys, but like. Oh, you missed out. It was a great one. The offense for the San Francisco 49ers is dramatically different, too. It is. Oh, way different. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and just looking at that team, and I love the 2019 team, it seems like they're way more talented. Like, I thought that that 2019 team was really, really good. And I know you did a podcast about this Mm -hmm. last week. I thought the 2019 team was really, really good. They were. And if you look at some of those, I'm, I'm the skill positions coming to my head first and foremost, mm-hmm. but they are so much better in the skill positions. You're talking Emmanuel Sanders, one uh, year one Debo, yep. Kendrick Bourne, mm-hmm. compared to Ayuk, year four Debo, mm-hmm. Jawan Jennings. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, the yeah. Mostert, yeah. Jimmy, the Brock Purdy. I mean – there, there. It doesn't matter because the Chiefs' defense is better than it was then right, too. Right. But this, this offense for the Niners is drastically better than 2019. And I think that matters a lot because it feels like in the modern NFL, the a bit because so long it was defense wins championships, defense wins championships. But then you see the Niners play 49 minutes of good defense against the Chiefs, and it didn't matter hmm. because they just had the offensive playmakers to oh, make plays. Like eventually, the dam is going to break. Uh, at least that's how it that's how it feels, and so that's why even though the Niners' defense might be a little bit worse than it was in '19, uh, I, I think the fact that their offense is pretty dramatically better mm. is is uh, that matters more than than their defense maybe being a little bit worse. Yeah, that's where I land. Let's uh, acknowledge uh, Christian McCaffrey won the Offensive Player of the Year uh, award yesterday. Uh, he finished third in MVP voting behind, of mm-hmm. course, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Come on, Dak Prescott. Man. Come on, man. 
Christian McCaffrey and then uh, Brock Purdy was after that. Josh Allen must have finished last despite the fact he got a first-place vote. Shout-out Stephen A. Smith for that take. That was pretty solid on his part. Hey, um, hey man, look. It don't matter because the right guy won the MVP award. Right. Ain't no way Dak should have been number two. I just don't. There's I just no don't. Way. If you watch football this year, there's no way. He put up a bunch of stats against all the bad teams he played, and when he played good teams, he did virtually nothing. That just doesn't I, – I don't have the energy to care that much Should about, like, where where a team or a player Then finishes. it doesn't matter. Like I said, it, Lamar's the MVP, as yeah. it should be, so yeah. it doesn't matter. But I saw that. I said, Dak. Dak. And I'm not even people, saying it should have been Purdy or anybody. I'm just – I just know he shouldn't have been second. Media people involved in, in voting want Dak to be good so bad. Hmm. They want him to be great. So like bad. people, he's put, a good right. quarterback. Yeah, thank, thank. They you. want it. him to be great. He, they want so him to bad. be in that in that Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow conversation. And it, I come back. We talk about this all the time with the Kings. Like, I'm gonna do it with Dak. You have to do it in the postseason for anything to matter to me. Mm. Like, if you're a great regular season quarterback, that's awesome. Go be go be good in the regular season. But then do it in the po- like be great in the postseason when the games matter the most. Mm. And that's why force feeding or force feeding votes onto onto Dak for MVP. Like that's not going to stamp him. That's not going to like cool man. He was he had a really nice regular season, no doubt. He was he was awesome. Yeah. But I mean, they got smoked at home by the seven seed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. Can just can we break the fourth wall for a second? Can you scoot your camera this? Oh way? yeah, just shoot. I'm sorry. I'm, just hey, no, 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 you just got to get this Isaiah Thomas on. Yeah, no, you yeah, he's strong, strong. <laughs> hey, what did Isaiah do again? Oh, so Kyle, let's. Who did this? I, I don't know Isaiah why. Thomas. My favorite bit. Isaiah One of my Thomas. favorite bits. Isaiah Thomas for a whole telecast is sitting over here. <laughs> Wait, no. Was the it with Monty? He, Who was it? Was, it was. It was a. He was, was talking about. I think Monty was oh. there. No, it, I think Monty was there. But no, you wait. Look, a little bit over because he had like his eye. He had like one eye in the. Game. <laughs> <laughs> so. I've been I've been workshopping the Collinsworth slide in for the video. Pause. Oh, very good. When yeah. when you say like Kyle Madsen's here, I'm just gonna. <laughs> That's good. There, there he is. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 